good morning, afternoon, evening. Hello. Almost, almost good night. Yeah. Welcome to Three Litre Thursdays. Last one for the year. I was really excited about doing it this year. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been an interesting year, really. Like, there's been um, a massive year for me, like completely new role and new area of coffee to explore. And um, I, th- I think there's more than one role. <laughs> yeah. More than one. It's like new yeah. roles. Yes, definitely. New, new roles. It's a new world. Yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. to mention. Leaving a, a solid footprint on Marvel Street already <laughs> in a very short period of time, Mike. Thank you. Um, that, that, that equation, like one plus one equals three, like when you get good... Um, when you put two, two good people together, you have this multiplier thing happening where that you feed off one another. And it's definitely the case with us three, I think. We... Uh, one plus one plus one equals six, I think. Mm. And this week was proof of that. We totally, we had the biggest week we were. So uh, we didn't think it'd be this big, you know. And at the same time, we don't rely. You don't have to hold each other up. It's like, just go. we hold each other up by not holding each other, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah everyone, totally. Op- everyone operates uh, pretty autonomously, but uh, with the same... Same goal, same same direction. Lots of flow. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. It, I, I think today we're going to talk about just our week and have a chat about what we achieved, what we did, um, yeah, it's, uh, how we did it. Maybe a bit of reflection on the year, our favourite coffees. I think a reflection on just Marvel Street for the year as well as mm. yep. favourite coffees for sure. And... Uh, we roasted a lot of coffee as well. Let's I, talk about how many of those we roasted. I can't believe it's the 20th of December. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. wild. I just can't believe we've got through this week. It's been madness. Oh, it's, been, it's been absolute fucking madness. Dude, it's, it's been know? I think we've, we've, we've worked. Crazy. We've worked every day since the last podcast. I don't think we've had a break. Oh, we, had, we had a break on Sunday, but not really, because we hit or Joe was here at 5.30 on Sunday morning <laughs> after we started at 2 p.m. on Saturday. <laughs> And I remember making you like a double espresso oh, at 12.30 a.m. Sunday morning. <laughs> and I was like, are you really going to have a double espresso at this time of day, night? And, I bet you had and I was like, right, okay, well, I've got to make this as good as possible. And it was delicious. Did, oh, yeah, yeah. did you drink <laughs> I, more I coffee I, after I, midnight? I did. I, I dabbled in the batch. Yeah. That old, it, was, oh. it was old and a little bit stewed. But, dude, it was really hot still at like 3.30 in the morning. What was it like in here at that time of night? Was it wild? Was you, were you by yourself? Yeah. Matt's I, had left? Yeah. Oh, we Matt left, left. Yeah, 12 yeah. 30. So. Oh, you just left after me? Mm. Yeah, right. I was, I was baked. 12 30, I was gone. I was like, get me to bed. I, I left, left the tunes on for a while, and then I went into a bit of an insular, rich roll podcast for a couple of hours. And then it turned into the rave cave for the last hour and a half. It was, it was pumping in here, just me oh. and the coffee and the boxes. <laughs> uh. well, I, I think to put it in perspective, I think we roasted, like, we're, we're a small business. I, I, and sometimes I feel a bit uncomfortable about talking about volumes, but it doesn't matter really. Um, I, we had to roast 3.75 tonne of green bean. And that's just ludicrous. Last that's lud- Wednesday with two days of not roasting in between there. Yeah. So four days of roasting, three point three tons. Yeah. And I mean, well, for some, I think one human, yeah. one human, yeah, one roasted. We normally well. do like six hundred and fifty kilos a week. So that's, you know, um, so all of the all of the all of the cafes along the coast have just gone nuts. They've just been you know ballistically busy. And they've ordered so much more coffee to get through to January. So it's three and a half weeks worth of coffee. I think, um, like last year, we had already hit, uh, you know, we'd already hit sort of 650, 700 kilos a week several times at the end of last year. Yeah. And we only roasted 2.1 tonne. This year, we're, we're still hitting similar figures, but the difference is we're hitting them consistently every single week because all of the all of our cafes have solidified 
their business and and they're not fluctuating one week 10 kilos the next week 20 kilos they're, well, we they're consistent gotten, in their volumes we haven't got many more accounts i mean i think it's been tick for tat every every there's been a few um cafes close and a couple leave and but for every cafe that has gone there's been a cafe to replace it so i think we're almost yeah as far as far as total cafes 40 something i think yeah cafes. invoicing out maybe we've picked up two on a regular basis but not a not a great deal. It's just not a huge difference. It's really solidification yeah. of, of existing. All of business. our customers are, are busier, like growing like and, 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 and selling more coffee. Mm. Um, so that, so we so they've grown and we've grown. Yeah. And oh man, last week was out of control. Like, um, I just remember doing the maths behind the. I stood behind the bagging machine for a little bit. I'm like, okay, I could put some coffee in bags. Let's do this. And I think I was doing like six bags a minute. I don't think the weigher could have gone any quicker. <laughs> There's like 135 bags in, in, in 34 minutes or something. Yeah, what was it? We had to do a thousand something bags. There's a thousand something bags to pack. And we were like, okay, we can do this in like seven hours. <laughs> it's good. We all took turns. And because it's, you know, standing in front of a bagger is, it, it, the vibrations get to you. It's definitely, yeah. it's definitely hard. Um, especially at that volume and knowing that you're going to be standing I think the hardest part is knowing you're going to be standing there for the next three hours is the hardest part you know and everything in the place is pretty manual you know so you've got to wait you've got, you know you've got to put the coffee in top of the, into the top of the bagging machine manually climb up a ladder pour it in and then you know you see a bit of sunlight or a bit of daylight through the bottom of the bagging machine you know that if, any moment you have to start you have to climb that ladder again and put another eight kilos or ten kilos back in it yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah but um um yeah, um, but that's that's where we all came into the roastery as well. Obviously, when when you started Marvel Street, it was you and you were roasting. You had the glorious job of roasting as well as packing. Mm. It's the pot. It's the pot wash of the. Oh man, it was of the um the roastery. You know, you it was so pre- it was so prestigious. Day. You know, to yeah. be able to do it all, like you know, everyone was like, "You've got a roastery." It's like, <laughs> I don't think you understand what that involves. It's me. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we've all that's how we've all done our done our time and come into Marvel Street and and cut our teeth is time on the bagging machine and it's it's almost how you earn your stripes. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you know you like you discover new music on there and different podcasts and and you know you listen to great stuff. It's, it's a pretty yeah. you know you just got to. It's not there's not many times you can actually just do mindless work. Mm. No. Yeah, there's it's not, kind of, it's kind there's of not cool. many jobs where you get to really listen as well. I to, actually, to I cooked things. for everyone. What not was that? <clears throat> yeah, I had like three or four Nico cooked meals. Oh, wow. I was, as running, well as I was running down to the organic bought. section at IGA and getting... getting beans and avos and sprouts. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what else? We get squash and banana broccoli, bread. banana bread, organic banana bread. I was well nourished. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, cool. Where are we going? Waffle? Waffle, more waffle. <laughs> waffle. I think we're baked. We're just, that's been such a big week. And, yeah. Um, we had coffee at Tableview this morning. That was fun. Uh, just before we got here. Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, he's going to be in one day. Yeah, he was supposed to be in today, but um, yeah, he's had to stand behind the coffee machine. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about what we've achieved this year, what we've done. I mean, you know, just reflect back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been an amazing year. Obviously, the start of the year was a pretty different team to how it stands now. Um, what have you learnt this year? To be... Well, I've always been meticulous about detail, uh, but how critical that is to to Marvel Street and, and how the integrity of everything we do when no one is watching counts. Um, I've learned how to build apps <laughs> as well. Uh, the rules of engagement. Um, engagement with? Uh, with? Just with customers, accounts, how... You've, how done, you've, you've come a long way there. Yeah, I mean, you have a, a great method of dealing with people and uh and with accounts that's funny because I, f- I always feel like i'm failing at that i always feel like i don't do it well enough that's like it's always it's like i you know i 
happy to give it to someone else because I always feel like you know you guys do a better job at dealing with pe- 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 people than I do. That's the like. case with everything. That anyone does well, you always think you're doing a bad job at it. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably right. If I if I talk quite frankly, I think we perhaps have more diplomacy uh, on a face to face level, but the love that you have for the person overrides any lack of diplomacy. Oh, there's some balance here. I get it. <laughs> there's, so, you know, I know I can be a little bit abrupt and, and you know. But it comes but, with a, a lot of love. Yeah. And, and you're... And, and I just that, know, I just know time, time's valuable and, and I don't want to waste anyone's time. And that's, that's, that's why I'm so direct. Direct, yeah. You know, and I just don't want to... Like, there's moments. We get moments behind in front of our customers and in front of the baristas and I want to make sure that I that I can interact and provide as much information and confidence in those moments as possible and you know uh, I've got to learn to do it better but um, um, that's where that directness comes from you know it's like I don't want to fucking waste your time I just want to like help you make that cup of coffee better and help you enjoy your shift like or enjoy your brewing or and that, that's a really difficult thing to do like we were at an account yesterday and towards the end of the day and it was clear things were not going exactly as they should behind the coffee machine um it, you know uh, any brewery you could hear the milk yeah, yeah you, <laughs> could, you could hear the milk instantly you knew exactly what was going on and and <laughs> <laughs> the look you gave me as you uh, as you turned and walked away and it was like you deal with this one <laughs> I just know I just know after being on the road for like 12 hours in a three-time truck delivering coffee that I was not going to give the right amount of uh confidence and and you know it just wasn't going to be I just decided that I was not the right person to train and at that point in time, I was like, I, I should leave the room. You and know, I, you know? I feel like I did a pretty poor job of it, but it, it's... Yeah, but you have a moment, right? Yeah. You have and, a moment. And it's, know, it's, it, it's like, well, steaming milk shouldn't sound like, you know, you're killing a cat. <laughs> you know, it should sound like, uh, you know, maybe you're tearing some paper at the beginning and then, it's, then there should be silence, you know. Yeah. You know? But um, I heard that. I was, you know, I was quite impressed with you. You know... And I, and I suppose that's like what I've learned from that situation is that all of our cafes and all of our customers, they know how to make coffee. That's a given. You know? and, and there's only one or two stragglers that are in that, just in that beginning phase of making coffee and, you know, and, and we're here to support them for sure, 100%. But, but I think we take that for granted as well. It's like, you know, we, we, steaming milk is not something that we train. I mean, when was the last time you trained someone to steam milk? Yeah, and, know, a while and, ago. And, <laughs> you yeah. know, I I used to, I don't know, probably five years ago as a barista, poo-poo all this latte art and you don't need that rubbish on top of your coffee. You just need to make tasty espresso. That's the basis of every good beverage. Mm. And then I decided that to round out my skills, I would learn to do latte art and I never became you know I'm certainly not delusional my latte art has got a lot of improving to do but the second I started to work on latte art your milk got better boom because it needed to be better and you know what happened my coffee tasted better as a result because smooth milk tastes sweet yeah and this girl yesterday that I spent just two minutes with she was trying to do latte art you know, and her coffee looked pretty good. Like the milk needed some improvement, but she'd done a pretty good job. And the fact that she was trying to do some latte art, like freaking good on her. Kudos to her. Cause oh, she's, she's trying. She's trying. Yeah, it's awesome. And, it's awesome. And it's a really difficult thing when you come into a situation like that as a roaster where you're, um, the other person is immediately on the back foot and you want to impart this knowledge and you want to love them and help them and, and teach them all this stuff. But they're, so much, they're, but they're defensive. They're also so fragile as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, like and they're standing in front of a coffee roast. And then you become nervous. Oh, I become nervous because yeah. they're nervous. Yeah. And it's like they're and, reflective. Like. And you feel like you're the big bad ogre coming into the situation. And really, you just want to be like Superman with a red cape. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this is how you do it. 
Uh, and it, it's it's really difficult. And you don't want to look like you're showing off because it's no, like, not what you're trying to do. Like. No, you just or or, or or showing that they're incompetent either. Like yeah, you, you no. know, but um, but anyway, anyone that's listening to this that needs some help, steam some milk, Joe, just <laughs> come around anytime and help you out. It's no problem. Yeah, I need. We can practice together. <laughs> you know, if you want to make milky milky cappuccinos, <laughs> Joe, Joe is the man. <laughs> I mean, uh, and uh, uh, if we go back to, I think we just looked at how many coffees we roasted this week, if, uh, this year, mm. this year. How many? How many? It was ing- almost exactly what you predicted. It was forty-one. 40. You predicted forty. Yeah, right. So, so we we uh, we roasted forty different lots of coffee. That's well, just and that's single, just forty-one. Single. That's just micro lots and triple and double A's. That's not including. There's probably another 10 to 15 coffees from, from blend and stuff as well. Well, the, the blend would have had at least... And Thunderbird and Daily would have had at least, like... And Big Lock, oh, I suppose. That's, that's a variation of roast as well, right? Which yeah. you've got to dial and sort. Um, but there would have been at least six or eight versions of Daily Grind. Mm. Maybe the same with Thunderbird. But that means we're dialing coffee every week. Every week mm. we mm. are literally oh. dialing, dialing coffee, you know? Yeah. And then there's, there's four weeks of the year that we're not here, or you know, it's like you know, yeah. Christmas and Easter is yeah, the public holidays. Yeah, we're not, we don't usually release a coffee in, during those periods. And add to the fact that those forty of those forty-one coffees, more than half of them would have been released as filter and espresso. So that's that's another twenty odd late. You see, we're dialing in espresso, dialing in filter on the on the roaster, and making sure everything's right. Yeah, I wonder how many samples we carved. Oh, oh, times dude. that by 10 at least yeah I think yeah. we would have cupped you know you look at, you look at the sampling table that we, we cup at least 10 to buy one you yeah. know the Nordic approach coffees that we bought the Africans mm. that was more than 10 wasn't it it was like I think we cupped 30 coffees yeah it was like to buy, to buy oh there we go we cupped mm. 30 to buy 3 mm. so you, you're right 1 in 10 yeah I think that's so we would have we would have cupped probably 500 coffees we probably year. At least we would have seen. We would have seen. I think we would have seen fifteen hundred samples. Mm. Uh, for every one sample that we actually roast, I think we. Sorry, for every one sample that we roast, we see three, and yeah. usually we UV them, look at them. You know, we get samples from some suppliers that are that are Brazil naturals, and, yeah, just and we're just not, not going. We're just not going to go there. We've been there, and it's you know, and we try and sample roast them up, but we just don't have the time, and, and you know, you know. If we had more time, we would probably sample roast those and cup them all. But hmm. we just, you know, you can look at the quality and just go, that's not going to be 85, you know. This. And it's just not a coffee that fits in on our menu anyway. No. Yet, no. you know. Yeah, it might, yet, it, it, they're it, yet to it, get, get there. Totally. It might, it, might, it might get there one day, right? Mm, totally. It might get one day, you know. mm. um, but, you know, that, that's a lot of dialing. That's a lot. Of, you know, and I... You know, we'd still only do six or seven hundred kilos a week, but to do that many, there's so much management involved. Mm. You know, I feel like there is so much management in that coffee to make sure that it doesn't go off, make sure that, make sure that you know it's not too fresh, it's not too old. You know, like you know, it's, uh, um, and then the lots are so small at the same time that you can't, you know, you can't burn the coffee, you can't waste mm. the coffee. You know, so um, um, yeah. In reflection, we've achieved a lot, I think. Yeah, it's like you were saying the other day, showing us the photos of this roastery we're sitting in right now, 12 months ago, <laughs> and it was just like a pigsty. I, it was uh, a panel beater for how long? Uh, 30 years. 30 years, it looked like shit. Oh. And, and, and then you said, I have these moments where I feel like I do nothing, where I don't get anything done, and then I look at the place now. and Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing I think I've learned this year, is just to like... Reflect, and just be like, "This you've learned, you've learned heaps." You know, when you think you haven't learned anything or done anything, totally. It's been one year. I think it's important to be kind to yourself. And we've had kids. Yes, yeah, <laughs> totally right. We've had yeah. kids as well. Yeah, that, that, that's another rocket, though, isn't it? Like you know, mm. you definitely, you definitely go harder when you've had a kid, right? Oh With yeah, that, time uh, is you, even. You just go right. I am not wasting this minute. Mm. Let's yeah. go, because. Uh, if I'm not doing this that I really want to do, I want to be on the beach or I want to yeah. cook something for... Come in, get it done, get go. out. That's right. Yeah. I think that's probably been the hardest... This week's been the hardest for us 
in that regard because we haven't had time with family it kind of feels like living and working in the city right mm-hmm. where you do 60 hours a week and it's that's just normal yeah that's shout expect. out to georgie and linda and that yeah <laughs> thanks girls you girls rock you know i i didn't get an i didn't get a text message this week at all saying what time will you be home and like, it, it, it's you know that that's not please come home it's like oh, we want to go to the beach yeah. <laughs> you know um, I didn't get one of those at all this week because Linda, Lin, 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 Linda knew that we were. Well, she's been there, you know. She's yeah, she's know, yeah. She's seen a Christmas period before. Well, she used to do Joe's job, and yeah. she would like, you know, get all get all the all the Christmas packs out and do all that stuff. You did such a good job, Joe. Thank you. I fuck I, man. I just I looked at all that coffee and I went, "How are you going to dispatch that coffee?" I had no. I I looked at it and went, "I don't know how you're going to do that." I it just was, do not know. It was pretty funny the next day when we dis, when Fastway came to collect on a for, Sunday. Yeah, on a Sunday, um, which is why we obviously I, I worked all through Saturday evening because we had a special delivery, a special pickup on uh, Sunday lunchtime for for Fastway, and so I, I was on dad duty that day and had had my two boys with me, and uh, they both climbed into the into the centre hole of. The boxes, uh, the on boxes, the and disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had three pallets that were um, at least a meter and a half high of uh, of boxes of coffee. I think um, with we sent kids off to Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I nearly sent the boys with them, but uh, <laughs> we we had. Uh, uh, I think that's you know to give you guys an idea of how much. You know, we try really hard. Like some, you know, I just. You know, we had this moment like, what if the coffee doesn't get to Sydney by Thursday? And we're like, fuck. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to be on holidays. What are we going to do? So, yeah, we talked so, about that in depth. Yeah. That was a real concern, making sure everyone got their coffee. Totally, totally. Before. And you guys will get it, like, before. You probably already got it. Like, you, you, know, you, you know, we got the emails coming through. I already had a look this morning, and most of it's still in transit, so I'm feeling really happy that we sent it the right. day. You just, you just, well, we sent it Sunday, and it's Wednesday. Usually, it's, usually we send it Tuesday. And it's and it, it sometimes arrives Wednesday. Yeah, totally. So, That's an so, idea so of what, how busy couriers are at yeah. this time of year. Mike, did you know that Joe rang, like, Fred and said, "What can we do?" And Fred goes, "I'll just come pick it up on a Sunday." So yeah. they came in on a Sunday with their vans and picked up so that the the coffee would go into the cages first. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Fast way just to so so that we had the best opportunity to get in the coffee. So then we moved the whole week around. So usually, usually we're still dispatching and delivering on a Wednesday, but we're all done. Um, yeah. Local deliveries. And so this is, yeah, this is three litre Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just trying to get it all done this week, but so we can have lunch tomorrow. So we can yep. go and throw uh, belly flops off the <laughs> swing at Keys Bridge. <laughs> oh, that's what we're doing. So uh, uh, are you up for that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally, let's do that. Can't wait. Let's do that. I have actually mastered the backflip since oh, really? uh, since you saw the belly flop, Mike. So I don't think I've done <laughs> so a rope swing at, in. Uh, it's a good ten one. years. Or that something. is a really good one. So is that, that is that the is that the, the crossing the crossing on the way to federal? Yeah, like literal, yeah, yeah. literally. Where the cars usually park this time of year. Uh, yeah, yep. one kilometer from Doma, just yeah, at the bottom yeah, of the hill. Nice. We're doing that tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Favorite so. coffee of the year. Favorite coffee of the year. You go first, you know. I uh, think I know. But I'm toying up. Oh, I'll just go. So we went through the list. So it's, you know, it's not like we're digging this out of. Anyway, Jose Mbachi for me, definitely. Colombia, micro a lot. Mm. Um, I just sung. It was just awesome. And everyone, everyone that we served to and roasted it for said the same. Um, yeah, if you served it you would remember it Jose Mbachi it was Wheeler a Wheeler coffee from Colombia um, then I think after that it would be the kosher uh, margarita hmm. I just remember cu- cupping that on the table it's just that moment it was the first cup of tan and uh, and I was like oh is, am I just like having a day where everything tastes good and that cup was, I just still remember it was just blew my mind yeah. and it's been amazing now uh, and then I think after that it would be the Mexican um, uh, Enrique, Enrique Lopez, Lopez. Yeah. that was just stunning it was just like so different 
mm. chewy and yummy and awesome. Um, and it's like Mexican coffee, right? It's like, and it was unusual. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was one of those coffees like you, you know, it was really expensive, but it was justified by by how um, interesting and, and, and amazing it was. Mm. Um, and I think another one would be Los Los Espresso uh, from Colombia. Another Willa Willa or Tolima. I think it's Tolima. Don't know. Is it? Have to check. Um, those would be my favourites. You know, um, had many great experiences, but definitely the ones that stick in my mind are those ones. Joe, Cherry for me for sure. Uh, Ethiopian. Uh, yeah. If someone was to ask you if you would prefer Colombia or Africa, what would you say? Africa. Cool. Africa for sure. And, right. and Ethiopia. Colombia or Africa? Yeah. Oh, if I have to drink a coffee. For the rest of my so, life, no, Colombia. No. Yeah, I agree. Because mm. you, know, you can I, get more variety yeah. out of a Colombia. It's yeah. you know, whereas but you, but you don't get those highlights like you would do out of out of Ethiopia. Or yeah, not yet. Like not not as common. You know, yeah. like when you drink the La Negrita and the Babon and all those special variety coffees from last year, they were oh, bang wildly it. different. Oh. To, Totally. Totally. But they still weren't probably as good as the co-share. Hmm. Yeah. And, and see, I, you know, I think... Oh, you like those big coffees, right? Yeah, yeah. I just love... Well, I, I love the stone fruit and I love the tea. More, more so the subtlety of, of them. But I think that's the question, right? Do you prefer Africa or Colombia? I mean, Colombia is... Saying that, San Isabel like, this year was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Guatemala. And that was yeah, a, well, there, we that had was, some great quads, like... Yeah. I've really enjoyed Antonio. Oh, Rancheros. Yeah. Like, that was close to one of my favourite spros. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I would agree with that. Dude, yeah. it, it's probably my, my most memorable spro. Or it is. It's my most memorable spro of the oh, year. Yeah, what the, fuck, what the fuck's this, right? It's like, oh. Yeah, ah. and, but on the cupping table, not once did I love it. Not yeah. once. But, yeah. but that was a really valuable lesson that, you know, you, you use a cupping table to appraise and QC coffee yep. but just remember especially when you're using such a, vast, uh, a, a wildly different brew method as, as espresso opposed to um, full uh, immersion that you bring out different flavours and totally. oh, a year ago if you said that I would have said bullshit you know but definitely but definitely like empirical it's, evidence rules, yeah right? totally totally and no just having a bit more of an open mind towards towards different brew methods different flavours you know and uh, um, yeah that was amazing like you would cup it and you're like this is so processy and so heavy and so weird and then pull an espresso and I was like wow it was wow. so clean like, and there was and citrus the in there right yeah. and there was citrus like, in there and yeah. it's like where'd that come from you know yeah. see I taste a coffee like that and I wonder where one day we could end up you know what I mean? Like you taste, you taste, say that really clean, natural, and that sounds like an oxymoron. But that ant brought in, and that was that was a natural, but it was clean for a natural. Yeah, totally. And you know, could one day that taste amazing in Marble Street? Uh, I don't know. I mean, probably. Yeah. I just get. I just can't get past the funk. Yeah. Well, and there's loads of funk on Antonio on the cupping table, but. In the, you in know, the espresso, but, but it's not—it's not the kind of funk that tastes like potatoes and banana, and it doesn't—it's not offensive, you know. Like, and you—you know, generally those those naturals, you can smell them, you know. I can smell them three meters from the grinder, mm. you know, mm. and um, that's not the case with Antonio. You know, you, you kind of approach it and you slap it, and it's like, oh, there's process there, and there's mm. a lot of it. Whereas you cup a natural. And, and the spoon's approaching your nose, you're like, uh, how about we just... It's almost like it's the process is like heavy, like um, refined sugar, not not rotten fruit. It's like when you drink it, you feel like you're eating jelly beans. Yeah, it's, like it's, sugar. Sugar. Mm. it's sugary. Mm. Sugary. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, I think there's room um, for those extra processed coffees for espresso, definitely. Mm. You know? More body, more citrus. Sorry, more body, more, more sweetness. Mm. Um, cool. Mm. I think my favourite coffee of the year was Big Block. 
Um, Oh, man, that was so good. I forgot I guess, about that. I can't. I kept trying we, to go. Do we, maybe do we it wasn't, count that on the list? That's 42 at least. No, that was... Oh, yeah. I guess if you count that as a... Because it was a different... It was an Omni roast um, of the Conga and Nikki Ambui from Kenya. Um, that was... I mean, and even Kenyan Kiambui was just like not a Kenyan. But but it was, was it the Cambuers or was the um, Oh, sorry, Mutwe Mutwe Wathi. Mutwe Wathi, yeah. That's it. Mutwe and the Conga. Yeah. That's something I learned this year is how to roast Re-roast Kenyans. Kenyans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's like, it like, you know, you, you always hear about the beginner's mind and how to, how to be in that moment where you just have complete openness. But I think if you're teaching someone, I think that's a great, you know, I think we should all be training someone to do something in life, whether it's Whatever, whatever, whatever your deal is, but you know, um, um, Tommy, we'll, Tommy and I were working on the Africans, and it's like, okay, you know, we're working together, you know, and I was trying to apply some of our techniques to the roasting, and um, and the processes, and in that process of trying to you know communicate what we do and how we do it, I realised that the basics you know when first crack happens and those things you know just the basics of roasting i wasn't we weren't we weren't really you know um considering those things and we just approached the kenyans differently and i think we i think we won i think like the kenyans this year like we used to always buy ab's because they were less citric mm. um and we bought aas this year because we were able to you know get balance in the cup Whereas, um, um, normally they blow your head off. Yeah. <coughs> we, we figured out how to, no, I mean, it's basic roasting techniques, you know, it's how hard you push. But, um, uh, we also found that in that, in that process that we could serve that coffee well as filter and espresso. And that's something I didn't believe we could do, but it doesn't apply to every coffee. It just applies to some coffees, mm. um, which is something else that I kind of, learnt as well is that not a coffee's all the same I, you know we always you know everyone says every coffee's different and yeah they are but it's still just coffee <laughs> yeah you're roasting a, yeah. you're yeah, cooking you, a, a seed yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. and and uh anyway so the africans yeah but big Bo- you know big block was amazing um it like I, it just I, I keep thinking maybe i should maybe it's not my favorite but it ticked every box like, well, you know, it was you, the most one of the most complex coffees. Like. Mark did it first at, at table. He he served it as black, white, filter, filter, and then Bailey, Dave, when Dave was head barista there, he ordered it and put it a whole, a whole, the whole way across the menu. But it, you know, it really surprised me, given how amazing it was. The take up from cafes, like there were certain cafes that just got it, and they, you know, amazing baristas, and they they bought it, and they were like. Yeah, like this is, I'm I'm gonna jump on this pony and I'm gonna ride it all the way home. Yeah, like, yeah. every bag got sold, right? But it was, it was it, there was none left. It was, but there, it, it was, there was there was nothing hang, hanging around, and it wasn't cheap, right? No, we, we, you know, we, we, but there we were cheap. a lot of cafes that just didn't. Yeah, and and do you think it's price again? I don't know. I don't know what to me. It it's a misunderstood coffee. You know, it's it's an amazing coffee. Um, the blend. The yeah, big block big blend. Block, yeah. You know, and I, I wonder if perhaps it's misunderstood because it's a blend and not a single origin. Yeah. But but the purpose of blending is to create you know, one plus one is three. three. Yeah, totally. And and certainly with big block that yeah. was the case. Yeah. Like, it was Definitely definitely blending an Ethiopian with a Kenyan like did something, right? Oh totally. I mean it was better than the sum of its parts. Yeah, totally. Mm. There was a net gain. Absolutely. It's definitely something I'm interested in doing more of and Mikey Mikey uh, made well, us, Mikey <laughs> made us what, what are we doing I finished no, the year this off is, on a couple eh? this, this is the this Christmas is, this blend this is the Christmas blend that all um, so just, our accounts are receiving oh, yeah, but I just oh, went is, a little is, blend is this the Christmas crazy. blend we're drinking this right now this is Gorokone <laughs> from Ethiopia that was actually another coffee that I think was one of my favourites so this is because the, it's like a more is this just Gorokone um, no and Maurizio Escalon oh you did that yeah so it's only about five days after roast is this is this for is this the Christmas blend or is this for this us? This is the Christmas blend. Christmas blend. So this is what our customers are getting right. in their Christmas we, we didn't have stockings. A, we, my handwriting's shocking. 
Um, Mine too. Uh, Nats is pretty good, but he's Japanese. Was that Nats riding? Yeah, Nats, dude, Nats riding. Where? I was like, last week when we delivered on the, the buckets. Bu- last week we delivered the buckets on on the little tag that we you know writes like you know they were just messy. And I said to someone, I can't remember who it was either Matt or, or you, Joe. I said, well, can we make can we write on those a bit neater? Don't ask me to do it because I've got horrible handwriting. And then we got to Sourced Grocer yesterday, and the writing was just perfect. Like, who wrote that? Yeah, Nat. Joe Nat. Yeah. Japanese yeah. can hardly speak English. Yeah, his handwriting is just perfect. I, I asked him if he could write um, write something on an invoice, and he's like, "No, no, you, you do that." And I'm like, "Do you not write English?" And he's like, "Just a little bit." And uh, and then he does that on the buckets. I'm like, "Dude, that's calligraphy." <laughs> yeah. His handwriting is amazing. I'm not sure where we were at, but um, yeah. Anyway, that was yeah, that was nice. Well, when you're writing like kanji and stuff like that, you got a pretty good control of a pen, I reckon. Where were we at? Uh, God, Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Christmas so handwriting. So, so I just couldn't get my hand. Linda would write some amazing cards, and she's got great, you know, um, she's got great skills at writing great cards. And um, so we we just didn't have the time to write handwritten cards for everyone. I, rang, I think I've, I've spoken to everyone. I've rang everyone and said hello and done that. But we, so we created a, uh, or made a Christmas blend for everyone and a sticker. And it's, a, it's a, obviously a printed sticker uh, that goes on every bag. Uh, and in that bag was a special blend. And that's what we're drinking right now. And Mikey spent some time preparing that. Mm. So it's a special coffee. It's like um, Guatemala, did you say? No, it's um, the El Sal, Maurizio Escobar, oh, right. special variety coffee and the Gorokone. It tastes really good. Yeah, they both got like, I mean, uh, we didn't serve Maurizio Escalona's filter this year because it was on the heavier process side. Yeah. Like it's got a pretty solid body, but I thought... Let's do it. Yeah, and then it works. Maybe we should be brewing that or roasting that for, for filter. Yeah. Um, but thanks for our presents yesterday too, Mike. Oh, I've got more presents. Oh, really? I get them? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh. Totally. <laughs> so, you know, Mike, Mike yesterday... Um, um, uh, the dairy kosher. <laughs> yeah, if you're a coffee nerd, you, you'd get that. It's like, so you created a name out of two coffees. Like, we've got the uh, dairy kocher. Dairy kocher. And the kocheri margarita. So, you know, so you created a sticker, or made up a sticker that said dairy kocher, <laughs> two coffees, and then made up a label as a, as, a, as a present for us to drink and grossed up some coffee for us so, for Christmas. <laughs> You know. this oh, what does it say like uh, what does the bag say the bag's quite funny actually uh, yeah, yeah. Right. thanks Merry Christmas boy yours what do we got what do we got close your eyes alright close our eyes this is what's going on oh really oh, you are amazing ah you are next oh, you are next level dude, dude. that is sick wowzers no oh, Linda as well Fucking beat me to it. Far out. So sick, man. Mike. Thank you so much. Legend. I love you, man. That's incredible. Merry Christmas to you you too, bro. I am sick. How did you pull that off? Uh, We're we're, we're actually filming this today. It's going to go up on on, um, Facebook Live. So, so. We're we're rookies at this, but if you just want to see what the race looks like and see what our our heads look like, um, um, you know, we got some spoons. Thank yeah, you so Mike, much, Mikey. Right. We got Mike like has just given us the most amazing. The, these are the right spoons, like um, cupping so, spoons yeah. with our own name on them. Yeah, MCM, MCM gave us some spoons like about six years ago, I think, when we first first started up 2009, I think it was. And that, my favourite cupping spoon is that spoon, but actually the the silver's starting to wear off it. That's how much I've used it. Yeah, and, these are the silver plated version. This is the right. Yeah, the, the right. The W right. W right. Um, and we just got like logoed named cupping spoons. Thank you so much. Yeah, who, they're who, awesome. Who, who does these? You get them from UK. I, I just emailed them after after Mark gave you that, uh, that copy one. Copy one. I was like, oh, I wonder where they get them. They're really nice spoons, and they're amazing to use. Um, right. Thank you so much. I emailed the people at W Wright and they're just like, how many spoons do you need? I'm like, oh, I only need like four. And he's like, do you want engraving? And I'm like, you will engrave them like for four spoons? He's like, yeah. And they were like, they were so cheap. And I'm like, we'll probably buy more. I'm sure we'll buy more. Oh, can we buy some for all of our customers? Yeah. Is that cool? 
just let us know what name you'd like so on the spoon and we'll send them thanks out Thanks, Ryan at uh, WRI right for sending these spoons oh, out man. before Christmas. Like, that is sick. That's, yeah, I'm that's, so keen to you. You know what? No one, uh, uh, now I'm going to say it. No one's going to be able to say that, that you know, it's like, where's my spoon? Yeah. It's got my name on it. That's awesome. Thanks, bro. Straight to the pool. I'm going to give you a couple. Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple yeah. later on. Oh, I kind of want to cut ones more before we yeah. Well, uh, there's, there's what, what 120. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite funny. People, people will be going, You guys are so excited about getting a spoon. But it's like, it, it, like seriously, there are very oh, few it's things. It's like a chef getting a knife. I know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But, yeah. you know, people, people, people don't. don't get it. It's like, you know, the pens used to be it, right? You used to get like a pen. Yeah. Like when I was when I was a kid, I used to get right anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> but but um, um, you know, this is like you know, sick. Because once I used that that coffee spoon, you got I was like, it's got, got good to balance. Got eh? to get it's, one. It's it almost like you put coffee. it on your you put it on your middle finger and it just balances in place. Yeah, and coffee just it tastes flies off silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, we've got. About a hundred. I think you managed to knock out about a hundred and twenty-one roasts on your own. Yeah, it was that? One hundred and twenty-four. One hundred and twenty-four. Thirty kilo green bean roasts. That's incredible, Mike. Like, oh, there's a few smaller ones in there. Take my hat off to you, man. Like you, I mean, Nico stood behind that machine for a handful of roasts for sure to relieve you, but I, but I, I, I don't even think it's worth a mention. I didn't. I, just, I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't do you anything. just you did the cooking. It. You just I did, I did the what? I cooked it. the beans and you cooked the baked beans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> made us lunch. Yeah, I, I just kept I just, us going. I, on that note, I, I felt like I needed to help you, but also needed to make sure that we were all over everything else. Mm. You know, like when we ran out of buckets, I'm like, okay, we've got to we've got to find an alternative. And if I'm not working on that stuff, then we would get to this point where I know I used to be I used to do film and and TV like back mm. in the day, and if there wasn't someone looking after production. Mm. Like you would end yeah, up, you, 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 logging. you would end up at this point where there was like all the, the cards are full, all the, the tapes are full, tapes are full. We got half an hour left to record, and we're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, um, I think I carried a little bit of that, just making sure that everyone's right and checking in. And but you did, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anyone, I know anyone that could have done what you just did with like as little training um, and know. the attitude. Attitude, yeah, you, dude, you, you, like, you killed just it, man. Constant, but like, I'm cool. I got this. Yeah, and totally, totally, not totally. once did you lose your shit. Not once did you, <laughs> like, you know. And, and yeah. I think, I think roasting has gotten to that point for everyone, including us. It's like it's, we had that conversation when you started. It's like you said, "How long am I going to learn? How long is it going to take for me to learn to roast?" And I said, "Well," and you just got yells on your motorbike. And how long will it take you to learn to ride a motorbike? And you're like two days. I'm like, oh fuck. I can't say six weeks or six months. It's got to be quicker than two days. Like yeah. you've got to be able to learn to operate a roaster, you know, quicker than you can learn to ride a motorbike. Yeah. You know, the consequences of not riding a motorbike safely it far outweigh the consequences of not operating a roaster. Oh, maybe if the mm. roaster's under an apartment block and there's people in it and you burn yeah. the apartment block down. There's, <laughs> but there's, not there's, there's that risk. There's not like 12 other roasters in here. So it gets, you know, like it's not like you're on a road with yeah, yeah, other yeah. people. Yeah, but, but 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 I think what you do well is the reflection of the coffee. So you're honest, you know, follow the processes, change one thing at a time. Mm. One thing, you're really good at changing one thing at a time, not let's change six things and, oh, which one of those six things made that negative, of, you know, or Yeah, impact but that's not about. something I've always been good at. I think right. I've learned that since being here, you know. Yeah, right. just change one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I... When I first started, you didn't learn it getting, from me. <laughs> I think I did, but like when you when you get into coffee and you start making coffee at home, and I mm. just remember doing fifty different things, things at and, once. Yeah. Oh, it still I, tastes. I think, yeah, but I think that's that, that that's that that process. It's like okay, that's good. Nail it. Just let's just do that, you know, and then move on to the next, and move on to the next, mm. move on to the next, and all of a sudden you're, you know. You're roasting a ton a day. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Great. And the Loring performed, eh? So, if Loring, if you guys, Scott, Paul, if you're listening to this, thanks for the support um, from Loring USA. Um, you know, like, it's frustrating the first few months. Um, we're getting there, though. But we're getting there. And I think that's just part of the, the learning process is, you know, it's going to be frustrating. Hmm. Um, maybe our demands of the roaster are, are different to 
uh, more commercial races. I'm not sure. That's just me being being um, um, open-minded about it. But to get through what we got through, like, it just proves that that roaster, like, we couldn't have done that on the ProBat. No. Now, there's, and, uh, you know, there, there, there's 50 years difference between them. Yeah, there's more room for development in the future with this roaster as well, you know? like Personal development. Gives you time for yeah. personal development, right? Like, and, you, you know, and just the roaster itself. Rep- it's like, oh can you like add this to the software next round like yeah. can you think about that yeah and that's not a no right yeah you know, it's, not, it's right. not like you're going oh shit where am I going to get this part for the probat that's you know like yeah. 50 years old yeah and, and you've got to be a complete ninja to operate an old school mm. UG and I think I think if you're back at a low volume operation like if you're not trying to do three and a half ton a week I think I actually think that you know I think the probat's fine like the the, the manual roaster is fine for oh, that, yeah. you know, and and I think we're going to continue to use it, um, but I think we need to be able to just have that repeatability that software's there, you know, software is there, mm. like it's, you know, mm. yep. So, but well done. Thanks, man. Yeah, good. And and, and I've I've the confidence that we can hire someone else now, and and. Um, and train them and train them in a moment yep. and you know they're not going to be freaking out or sweating that they're going to do something wrong you know yeah uh, you might need to teach me to use the roaster yeah I just yeah uh, can you teach me how to do allocations <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually maybe we should job all we have got to do job swap job swap yeah so Sorry. I can go skiing and Mike can go skiing and yeah. you can go skiing. Why don't we just all go skiing? Close a rose tree. Just for a week. How long are you going for? We're doing it for two this this week, so one week shouldn't be hard. Mm. What? You guys are cool with that, right? What's up? Well, I said everyone out there is cool with that. We just close for a week and go skiing. Yeah, totally. We'll let you know. Um, yeah, right. He didn't answer the question. How long are you going for? Skiing. Vail? I'm not going skiing now. All oh, right. No. Uh-huh. Well, there's plenty of time then. Yeah, I, I, I think would, the app will. I, the, like, I think the app will be at the point where you don't have to like do as much chug chug on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. The apps. I think it's be, we're we're learning how to make it easier maintenance, easier upkeep, more stable, and introduce more functionality that makes life easier along the way. Um, yeah, it'll be great. Have we got more questions? Thanks, Joe. No. No more questions. What was the biggest blunder of the year for you? Me? The biggest, not regret, but like, oh, I should have done that better. Can you ask Joe that question? <laughs> Mine was, like my, my, I should have my, checked my. the gas bottle on Friday. <laughs> 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 we ran out of gas mid-roast. Uh, Yep. I was like, yeah, if you've got the roast run like for two days straight, like that thing's going to suck some mm. gas. And uh, we've had some gas issues getting it filled. And I, I actually, you can hear someone out there right now putting a new gauge on it. Um, um, but the gauge is stuck on full anyway. So your, I probably your, your, would have your, looked at it and gone, your get out of jail wow. car would have been, I checked it, it said full. <laughs> 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 so the gauge is stuck on full. So we went out, once, once the roaster went off, we went outside out looking. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks anyway to Elgas for getting out within about an hour and filling it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sick. Legends. Yeah, I think um, communication. I learnt the value of communication. There's one particular morning that springs to mind where... Um, I know I know exactly. You know the morning, day. It's like being hung out to dry. Nico, you, you sent a message saying... More coffee, please. Yes, please. Sent me a message saying, bro, I'll, I'll see you at 10. And Mike sent a message saying, bro, I'll be in at 9. And I was like, dudes, I'm at home. Um, was planning to come in at 9.30. Who is at the roastery? <laughs> and we had a couple of people waiting for us, didn't we? Um, I don't. I don't even remember that morning. I can't that, that, was, that, that, that was my birthday. Oh, yeah. you know how I, but I was you, away, wasn't I? For that, well, wasn't you, I? I yeah, was like, you, were, yeah, you were away. You, you s- didn't communicate. You didn't tell us it was your birthday. Yeah. We're supposed to know, but you know, well, we, you know, like there should be like a pop up somewhere that says, I, "Hey, it's Joe's mm-hmm. birthday tomorrow. He's not working." But but likewise, I saw that I saw on when I work like 
that you were, because it's Monday, so, so Monday morning I get an email from when I work saying, this is the hours that everyone worked. And it showed that you didn't clock off on the Sunday. And, and then I looked, why didn't he clock off on Sunday? Why is he working on Sunday? He's, fixed, he's built the app. And then I saw that you worked from, and the reason why you didn't clock off, but you had clocked off, was that it doesn't show that you clocked off at 2.30 a.m. in the morning. So you'd yes. work like right through the night to get allocations done so that you could have the morning off with your family. But you hadn't told us that it was your birthday. And if you just said it's my birthday, I want to have breakfast with, with, with the fam, we would have all just like totally owned it and said, <laughs> don't come to work at all. Yeah, so my biggest blunder was not communicating well, Mike. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I think... Uh, uh, I think what I was thinking about with your blunder was, can I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we talking about communication, was it? Was it? You, you know, you do all this stuff, like you do a million things without telling anyone, and and all this stuff gets done. We wouldn't even know that it was even asked of us to be done because because you just own it. You just like the email comes in, you reply to it. Uh, you know, and the only reason why I know the email is coming because I look over your shoulder and it's there. And I'm like, oh, what's that person saying? And I don't see this, I don't get a CC, you know, it's like, you know, and then, and then you're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, Joe, what are you up to? And you're like, you know, it's like. Oh, just bits and bobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, bro, I, I, you know, I don't know what you're doing and I want to help. And I, I, I don't want you, to, I know you're busy, but I, and I can see that you're busy, but I don't know what you're working on. And yeah. that, that's kind of when Basecamp came in. And, 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 I, and I kind of felt like there was no communication. But then you had a day when someone did dispatch for you. And there was no communication, and you're like, oh, Nico, I know exactly how you feel." Yes, you know. Yes, I felt very disconnected. That that's day. it. That's exactly the word you used. Yeah, I remember. That's what I thought you were going to say. That was well, disconnection. No. Yeah. Reversal. Yeah, but I think I think that's probably okay. That's probably something that we have learned this year is that if everyone knows what one another's doing openly, you know, um, then we can all support. Hmm. And that's been that open communication platform mm. you know has been so mm. like you can chime in and help out and it's about not having those those communication channels just directly to one person you know like yeah. I, think, I think that's been you know and you know like I said working with Caravella you know Craig's involved now and it's it's great that it's just not me, me, me and Mark it's you yeah. and you know hopefully hopefully you too as well Joe Mm. you know can get involved in that well, communication see, with the I'll coffees see, see the emails and yeah it's good occasionally chime in but yeah but generally just leave that to you guys i don't know what i've learned this year i just biggest blunder biggest blunder nico doesn't make blunders oh yeah I do just, just biggest <laughs> blunder don't make assumptions <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think of like something that i did that was really stupid like, there's so many things that i did that's really stupid oh yeah uh uh, don't try and wheel your motorbike backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, biggest blunder. Glad you can laugh about. That. Oh, I, I've got it. I've got it. Trying to use, trying to, trying to put the roaster together with a jack, the new Loring. Oh, with the engine. With the engine crane yeah. and a jack, and putting a ding in it. Oh yeah, I looked at you that thing it? the other day. Yep, I can there's see a, there's a ding yeah. on the cyclone. And I, I, I was trying to figure out ways to hide it. Now I like no embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So it's like a little ding on the side of the roaster where I just totally stuffed up. Just no communication. Anyway, mm. it is communication. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, thanks everyone for a great year. Um, there was no structure today. We just wanted to freestyle it and have some fun. Mm. Um, hope you guys are enjoying what we do. Next year, we'll have this available on iTunes. Um, we'll upload it to iTunes over Christmas. Not that it's going to take that long to do it, but um, it should just be like the upload to iTunes button. Click. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, uh, yeah, um, next year is going to be a ripper. going to be just as good, if not 10 times better. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to a break. Looking forward to hanging out with the family and coming back energized. Coming back sunburnt. <laughs> no, I didn't get sunburnt. I just don't no, you know, the, you know, he's going to come back sunburnt and peeling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it. I just get burnt like as soon as I walk out. So I just spend five minutes in the sun and then You're go in the shade. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Cool. I'm. Um, I'm looking forward to a great break. I'm looking forward to uh, 
an amazing year next year. It's gonna be gonna be sick working with you guys. I think we've we've we feel really comfortable with. Well, we did, we did, we did, we, on, on that note, we didn't hire like we didn't we, we ended up hiring that staff member that took the job um, um, for whatever reason. Like it just didn't work out. Um, Byron is a hard place to live. So we're back to the drawing board there. But it's been really good to go through that process. Um, so it'll just be us in the new year. Um, yeah, I think, I think we've got a, a solid team. It's been awesome to see, you know, the guys that have played building roles in Marvel Street along the way. Like Marky and Tommy have both been epic. Yeah, and, totally. And, totally um, instrumental. Yeah, epic and, guys. And we've learnt lots from both of them. Mm. And, uh, but I'd like to get more coffee out there. I mean, that would be a great goal for next year. How about some goals for next year? Like, mm. you know, for me, it's like probably finishing off the roastery so that we've got... Yeah, enough, build a bar, build a kitchen. Build a bar and a kitchen, definitely. Have a full-size fridge so we can stock up on food when yep. uh, Ernie comes around with his avocados and, yeah. and turmeric um, and bananas. What else does he have? Honey. Honey, yep. yep. Um, and uh, maybe do a retail space at the front. It's mm. better green bean storage. I want to build a veggie garden along the side there. Oh, yeah. can we do that? Maybe we should get. Maybe we should do some a swap with the with Ledgerscapes across the road and get them to build it for us, and we can give them coffee infinitely. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we should just start giving them coffee infinitely, and then they'll come along. What are you going to do for us? We give you. Hopefully, it's like they just come around and go. Oh, we'll build you a veggie patch. <laughs> Damn straight, you will. <laughs> I would like to see our coffee go around the world. Yeah, yeah, to all, all corners of the world. If anyone's got some ideas about how we can do that, you know, I think, think um, we need to ship to Hong Kong and then out of there. I think yeah. that, that that would be great. I think that's the go. You know, subscriptions. Um, yeah, I'd like to see the subscriptions go go nuts. Yeah, like, I just it'd like it'd be to great to see retail really boom. Like retail is really starting to gain a lot of traction yeah and it's getting easier for people to do and easier to for people in australia to buy coffee from overseas as well now um there's a lot of more options coming up there so yeah i'm sure it's 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 nice to see that that we're still growing and there's a lot more roasters around like it's great to see that Mm. yeah absolutely like it's, it's so awesome yep um yeah next year i think uh i'm looking forward to Columbia season totally mm. Mm. so the boys have got some coffee for us we've got amazing. a couple of coffees there a couple of coffees left over to serve you next year but we're um, almost all, all the way through all the Africans uh, the last of the kacheri was roasted for Christmas so so what are, uh, maybe we should quickly just do the menu for next year yeah it'll Since be quick. starting off with um, Talima's gone Talima's gone. Las Brisas is gone? No, Las Brisas is still there. There's probably two roasts left of that. Um, we've got probably an, another couple of roasts of Maurizio Escalon, Antonio Ricinos. Um, then we've got uh, the Gorokone and Conga. And we've got like a bag and a half of them left. So Each? Yep. So a bag and a half of Conga. Conga yeah, and three roasts each. So both yoga chefs? Yep. No, Sidamo and... Sidamo and Yogeshev. Sidamo and Yogeshev. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. Got yeah. it. And, okay. yeah. and then we've got a couple of um, micro lots from Columbia, which will see us through. Yeah, I think this time last year, we you know, were starting to release... It was like a coffee a week. Coffee a week. So we'll try and do that through the, these months. Now we'll just... You know, it's like... We've got so much great Colombian coffee, and it's, it's celebrate Colombia. Like it's like let's mm-hmm. do this, and the the farm sizes in Colombia are you know are perfect for the micro model. So um, so we will be getting you know 150 kilo lots in, um, which should last us a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Hopefully, we're rotating through singles every two or three weeks and releasing a new one every week in that process. Um, mm-hmm. um, um, so yeah there will be lots of micro lots lots of triple a's coming through hope you guys have a great christmas and new years and thanks for thanks for supporting us in this you know we're, we're all learning and and uh it's great to see there's lots of listeners so awesome thank you thanks guys yeah thank you and um have a great new year's and christmas 
stay safe and have tasty coffee. We'll see you in the new year. Right on. Bye.